guys, how are you? How's everyone out there? My name is Izzy. I'm Anna and I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. <laughs> and we are the, the Broke Philanthropists. Philanthropists. Hashtag two girls in one podcast. And I guess our show, what is our show, Izzy? What would you what would you say our show is? Our show is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I think so. Yes. But our show, we talk about the hot topic issues with a hint of humor. We hope you find us funny. I forgot. I actually <laughs> forgot to say that. I didn't know where you were going with that. I, I was, just kind of like, was, was just like. <laughs> I was trying so hard to ease it in. But anyway, so on our show, we are going to discuss a really fun adventure we had in Dover. Is that right? Dover, yes, Dover, Delaware. At the Dover Comic Con. This was their second annual event, and it was so much fun. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, this was actually our first time. Well, actually, no. This is my first time, because you've been to the one in Philly, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, it was the one in Philly. What was that one called again? Um, that was, I think it was like Wizard World, but it was a Comic Con, Philadelphia Comic Con, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't have to do a show on it. <laughs> but um, either way, for me, it was some, you know, when I thought of the Dover Comic Con, you know, I thought that it was going to be a little bit more smaller. And to our surprise, it was actually very big. Very, and it was very successful. There was a lot of vendors, a lot of people doing cosplay. And I figured out the term of what LARPing was, which. That was so cool, by the way, the LARPing. I wish I, I could. We that. we were kind of like, what is happening on the field over there with those foam swords? And then we would just see like people whacking each other with them. It was so And fun. it was so cute because we just saw like two little kids like attacking their dad. And I'm like, that's good parenting skills right there. <laughs> yeah. So that was, it was so much fun. I had a blast. We dressed up. <laughs> well, we, we tried our Well, best, yeah, our we best. weren't, we weren't um, cosplaying. I will say that because we finally figured out what cosplaying means. And we actually did a little video on that, didn't we? Yes, we did. Um, you can check out our YouTube, which is... The Broke Philanthropist Presents FAB, which it's an acronym and it's spelled incorrectly. It's F-A-H-B and it stands for Fashion, Art, History, and Beauty. So you have to go check us out. Yeah, we did a really good... Um, I guess we could say we interviewed a couple people, um, you know, just got tidbits of like what what the event was about. And our friend Nathan Aldama from, from NGA Productions, he did. Oh my God! Thank you so much for helping us out because without you, I don't know where we would be. We would have been wandering around with our phones <laughs> asking people for interviews. <laughs> yeah. So, but no, it was a very good turnout. Um, the reason why I want to touch on the subject is because. We're actually focusing uh, for the Comic-Con, our happiness project, and how it all relates to mental health. And we also want to give a shout out to Geeks, Geeks and, and Ghosts, who was kind enough, who were kind enough to interview, give us like a short little impromptu interview for, um, for us. So Yeah, and they're a podcast, and I believe they also have a YouTube channel. So you guys have to go look them up, and they're also on Facebook, so go like that. So um, the people that we saw there, um, who was like your favorite? Am I allowed to be biased? Yes, okay. <laughs> maybe. I mean, it's 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 actually because everyone like everyone had their own I, little like. Okay, so I had life. I had two favorites, um, Luis Valdez mm -hmm. because he is really cool anyway, but his costume was just ridiculous, and then Katie Ko, who is a cosplayer, a local cosplayer. 
I she was just incredibly sweet, and she she's been sweet. doing like all these really cool um, like corsets and, and talented. Stuff. Because yeah. in order to do something like that, you have to have really good skills as far as like um, I don't know, decor not decorating, but like sewing maybe, or like how to like try to like figure out how yeah. that, I don't know how that all works, but it's very, you I don't know, know. It's awesome. All and we for know, a girl to do that, I'm like, yeah. All we know is that she had some really awesome corsets that she made that she'd been using for cosplaying. And we were like, can we have them? <laughs> can we have them all? Please. <laughs> and you can find Luis Valdez on IG at the Brown Ranger. Um, he's cool. I love his IG. It's always funny. And he will give you highlights and things that are coming up, which is awesome as well. IG stands for Instagram. I didn't know that prior to the show. Insta, the Insta, no, the gram, whatever, whatever. The gram. The gram. So, um, yeah, and we actually thought that this would be a very great way to integrate mental health as well. Yes, definitely. Um, and the reason... My phone no went phones. off. I'm so sorry. <laughs> the reason that... um. We wanted to incorporate mental health is because we don't actually realize how much of mental health um, is involved when we like do fantasy stuff and just kind of pretend and let our minds wander elsewhere. Um, there was an article that we read on Psychology Today, which talked about how it it's kind of a freeing experience for you to try on new identities. And for even if you're not a cosplayer, anyone that's ever done acting, it's kind of that same experience where your, your worries, your thoughts, everything that you're dealing with right now, you have to put it aside because you want to be this other character, whether it's, you know, like Wonder Woman or Cordelia, I don't know, whoever you want to be. It sounded right, I don't know. Whoever you want to be, you know, you try on these new identities and you become a new person. And a lot of times you learn from these characters. And I think that's kind of the thing that we got from our, the people that were cosplaying there. Yeah. It's, it, and it also as well with, I mean, even reading comic, comics, you know, there's always a superhero that's portrayed and it could lead people to the realization that they can do it too. And I really like that. It's um, it does um, people with mental health conditions can be superheroes in in their in, their, in its own sense. So I really do like that. Um, you never think about it because when you read comic books, people are just kind of like, oh, you know, he's just a geek. He just reads all the comics books, but you don't know inside. Maybe he's battling his own demons, or he needs an escape from reality. And I really do like that how it plays um, goes hand in hand. That's true. And if you really think about it, most superheroes, they have, have gone, yeah, they've gone like through like Batman. a trauma or, yeah. you know, they were bullied or they weren't cool or something was going on. So they're very relatable characters. Yeah. And I think too, I mean, because they're relatable characters, obviously there's not just this one person that, you know, has a traumatized experience or anything. There's always like a group of people. Yeah. And it's really cool when you find a group of people that are into like maybe the same um, character that you're into that has, you know, other superhero friends, kind of like, um, Luis, Mm -hmm. he was, it was kind of like a group cosplay. It was. And everybody is very enthusiastic and it's something that they can bond over and they know that they're not the only ones. There's like a group of people and I could not believe how many people were there. Like that was just a shock to me. And I really like that. And I think a lot of, and a lot of families were there too, being very supportive. And there was a guy with a Batman suit and his little girl was, um, 
I think she was Batgirl or Robin. She was Robin. And I'm like, that is so cute. <laughs> Did you see really the cute. little poison ivy? <laughs> there was, <laughs> so there was a little poison ivy, a little redheaded girl in a stroller. Mm-hmm. And um, apparently she had a hold over her dad because her dad was covered in vines. And I just Aww. thought it was the cutest thing ever. <laughs> it's so cute. I really do enjoy that. Just seeing stuff like that. And like I said, people might look up, look frown upon it, but when you actually go, it just gives you a different perspective on the event. It allows you to be so creative and imaginative mm-hmm. is the other thing too, where I think we sometimes stifle our creativity on a day-to-day basis, whether it's because of our job or, you know, just because of stuff that we have to do during the day or during the week or just mm-hmm. in life. And I think it's a very freeing experience to be able to have to to be able to make costumes or have to come up with a way to make armor or yeah. you know what I mean. It's so like it's a goal. So, yeah. It's like yeah, I do like that because you're waiting for that moment. You're like, okay, like it's a goal. I have to get this done by this day, and you know, it's something to look forward to, definitely. And speaking of mental health awareness, I really want to share my story about why I felt that anime or, you know, a fictional character played a really big part in my life. When I was younger, around 12 years old, you know, my parents were going through a divorce and it was a lot of chaos and whatnot. And I think I immersed myself within Sailor Moon because she really provided me an escape from reality. After everything that was going on, I really enjoyed just watching her. And she was like, you know, symbolism from feminism. And although, you know, okay, so yeah, a lot of cheesy lines or whatever. But in the end, I would come home and I that was the first thing I put on the TV. Sailor Moon all the time. It could be reruns, you know. I've probably watched the reruns like five times already. But I really immersed myself within this character And it really helped me, like I said before, to escape reality, what was going on around me. And I still am a little bit, I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan regardless, you know, either 12 or 27. Oh my God, it's really revealed my age, but whatever. (laughs) And so when I went to, when we went to the Comic-Con, you know, you just see a lot of people just in in cosplay and you're like, maybe they really related to a fictional character. So, like I said before, I think that, you know, doing a cosplay and attending these things really do relieve type of stress or anxiety because you're someone else. You're portraying someone else that is your hero, essentially. So I, I, I'm all for it. My little brother, he enjoyed himself. He, he's really onto Harry Potter. So I try to expose him to those type of things. And hopefully... There's someone out there that kind of relates to my story because we all struggle in different ways. And I think that Sailor Moon was my coping mechanism for sure. And yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Thank you so much for sharing, Izzy. I know that sometimes it can be a little difficult for people to... um talk about things like this. And I think that Comic-Con was a great experience for people to be able to open up. And speaking of opening up and art, there is an event coming up here in Delaware. The Happiness Project Music Festival, which will be held on September 19th in Smyrna, Delaware. Yeah, we're going to talk to some really cool people that are here on our show today. So make sure you keep listening. 
Okay, so now we're here with just one cool person and us. Yay. <laughs> just one. She's okay. a girl, so. Yeah, so it works cool. out. It totally works out. <laughs> I'm the one cool person. You are the one cool person. <laughs> we're just kind of there. <laughs> All right, so we have Candy Fortney. She is one of the coordinators of the Happiness Project. So, Candy, can you tell us a little bit more about what the Happiness Project is? Well, the Happiness Project is kind of an idea that started. Do you want to know kind of how it started? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, the Happiness Project started with Jason Berlu and I, who are like the co-founders or however you want to say it, the organizers of it, and... We both really like music, and I started getting him into listening to local music and taking him to different shows, and we went to a punk venue called The Pulse in Berlin, Maryland, and I was like, listen to all these local people. They're getting so much better, like, from their first show to now, and he was like, oh, we're never going to be able to do a music festival. Like, what are you talking about? And I was like, let's do it. Let's do it. Mental health awareness. Let's do it. And he was like, no. And then he was like, oh, well, maybe, maybe one day. And I was like, I'm going to show him. So I <laughs> sent out a tweet from my Twitter and was like, if I was going to have a music festival with local artists, would any of you want to play? And then I did all these hashtags of like local music, mental health, Delaware, Virginia, Maryland, all these crazy hashtags and just kept doing it. And I got all these artists that were like, yeah, I want to do it. I want to do it. Send me more information. Can I do it? And I was like, Oh no, I opened up the box. This is That's so bad. awesome. And I <laughs> sent Jason a text and I was like, I don't know if you're gonna hate me or if you're gonna love me, but here here's what I have. And then this one girl named Jocelyn Farrow, who played at the first one and oh, is yeah, playing yeah, at this yeah. one, um, she sent me a message and was like, I'm really interested in this. I haven't really played a Delaware show. Let me, give me more information. Let me know. Can I do it? And I was like, here, send an email to this guy. So I gave her <laughs> Jason's email and she was the first person that we got on. And she has been incredible. Same with all the other artists that we mm -hmm. had this year and last year. And it kind of started that way. And then Jason being like, all right, I guess we're going to do this now. I just told her she can do it. And I was like, do we have a date? And he's like, nope. I was like, where are we going to do it? So you basically started with like one artist and you're like, yeah, let's just build around this. This will work out. Basically. So we were like, how open are you in your schedule? Because we have no idea what we're doing. But she she was like, okay, like just tell me when. And then um, we started like building what we were going to do. And then the name happened at the Target in Christiana Mall. We were walking around. Best place to think of ideas, definitely. right? <laughs> Shout out to Target. Yeah, I want this. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, all the names we came up with were, like, completely stupid and weird. And, like, we were trying to think of all these, like, quirky names and fun names. And I was like, this is not going to work. And I was like, hmm, what, what is your happiness? And then we were, like, thinking about that. And I was like, I like putting project behind things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so then we were like, the happiness project. Because it is a project to find your happiness. And music makes people happy. And... As I was telling, like, people before, like, there's, you always have this song that kind of helps you and kind of, like, gets you out of that funk or puts you in a funk or music can do so many things. And we're, like, The Happiness Project, which is now a book we're coming to find out. Really? But that's neat. That's awesome. <laughs> that's cool. But we're not affiliated with the book at all. Okay. But... Totally. Yeah. It is. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. So, no, I just wanted to say, um, Izzy and I were both at the Happiness Project last year, yeah. and I had such a great time. I mean, it was a very 
um, like I was mentioning before, it was one of those events where although the topic could be scary for people, I think with the music and the environment, people were just so receptive and open to asking for more information regarding regarding mental health and regarding, you know, if maybe somebody had a question about depression and they would openly ask. And I just thought it was the most beautiful thing. It is. And I like the fact that there were a lot of young kids there too. And they're with their parents. So they're open to the idea and they understand the concept, which as they grow older, they're like, you know what? I was um, exposed to this type of thing. And they don't think of it as like a stigma. You know, they think of it as like, instead of a negative connotation, it's a positive one. So I like that. I enjoyed myself and I brought my little brother and he enjoyed it too. So that's awesome. He is a (laughs) dog. And so, okay. Um, I know last year you guys, well, obviously you had artists. How many artists do you have this year? We have 19 artists. It sounds crazy, but, um, we just had so many people that we just didn't want to say no to because they were so good and they were so like into it. And I mean, after the first happiness project, like the day after we had people that are like, I want to do it, but we have 19 artists, six of them. Yes, six. Six of them are going to be inside. The rest are going to be outside. Okay. And And our... I can't count, apparently. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, all right. I know that you guys have the flyer, which we've posted on Facebook, and we'll definitely repost it again. Um, So you have some of the artists already mentioned on there. Um, So you have the Doug, Tyler Green, Danielle and Jennifer, all these awesome bands. I'm so excited. Also... Tyler Green, he's been really popular like these past couple of years too. And I don't know that. Tyler Green? Oh. (laughs) He's not that. No, no, I don't know. Yeah. He's He's just whatever. He's a flawless musician. Like he really is. He's flawless and he's really nice. He is. And so, but he's been involved with other um, projects as well. So he's definitely one person that I want to see. But I did see last year Nalani and Serena. Am I pronouncing that right? Yes. Okay, they were awesome, as well as Danielle and Jennifer. They were, and you know, they're girls, and I'm just like, talented girls, you know, it's it's girl power, basically, so, but no, I really enjoyed them. And this pro, or this year, the festival that you guys are doing is also benefiting NAMI Delaware, which is different from last year. Um, so, did you guys want to affiliate because of the mental health um, aspect? Yes. Um, NAMI actually, like... I don't really know how that happened. Like, it was really, like, Jason connected with a lady named Courtney from NAMI. Yeah. And they were emailing back and forth, and he was like, hey, I found the person that we're working with. It's NAMI. And I was like, what? I don't Okay. (laughs) And then, like, I researched all of it, and I was like, this is so cool. This is mental health. Um, We had other people that we were talking to, too. Mm -hmm. But um, I think that the perfect fit for us is NAMI because... They have just been so nice and so into what we're doing and kind of let us do what we're doing without having hands on our backs, making right. sure we're doing everything properly. They're just kind of like, we know what you're going to do is going to be great and let's just make something great. And I like it. I think that we're going to make a really nice child. That's awesome. So this is so legit. You guys Mother have... Mother and Jason's <laughs> the father, kind of, but... No, don't make it. Right. Izzy, just stop. Just I'm leave. Just like, okay, you can just be the mother then. You could just be... No, but so. really, though, this is really, really cool. Independent woman. I've you don't need nobody. You don't need myself. nobody. I didn't even need a man to have the child. Oh. Hashtag feminism. Yes. <laughs> That's what it's all about. So yes. we're just not even include Jason. <laughs> 
Not really. No, no. But no, you guys did a really good job, like I said, last year. And I could just tell he did... um, he was like practically sweating. Like <laughs> he just did a lot. And I was just very impressed with everything. And we can't wait to see it because we'll be there with our table and have so a podcast there. So we are very excited as well. Yeah. We have so like the power houses that we have in this. Do you want me to hold yeah, this mic? It. Okay. <laughs> we only, we're so broke. We only have two mics. I just want to <laughs> eat it. Um, just the power that we have with the artists in general are so so neat so nice um i just keep saying everyone's nice because that's what who we like to work with hey nice makes us happy right yeah we just have like some powerhouses like just to say a few like jocelyn farrow and the ragazzi which is jocelyn farrow at the first one but then she is like a band of men and ragazzi i it's italian for boys or men or something not boys to men. And oh, darn. Awesome yeah, definitely. We're, we're going to get them next year. Hopefully, <laughs> oh, <okay>. reunion. Yeah, <laughs> reunion. Uh, yeah, they're, they're completely, like, awesome. Brianna Cash, she's an R&B singer and just super flawless skin. And I'm just so excited to be like, what do you do? Yeah, I'm just like, what do you do <laughs> to make you look so yeah. nice? And uh, knock, they're a New York City club-based DJ group. Awesome. I saw them in Dewey Beach at Pop Fest last year, and that's where we first saw Danielle and Jennifer. And they were incredible. And her energy, her name's Sue, the lead singer, her energy is like, nuts like phenomenal if you've ever seen like an edm like mm-hmm. group and they're this like would be my crazy, first time do that like <laughs> times 30 like she's jumping up and doing all this crazy stuff awesome. and when i saw her she was really sick and i was like and she was already at that level yeah and i was like you're like that when you're sick like how are you gonna exactly. be now and like their manager is like Knox ready to bring the boom let's bring the boom and like we get all these cool emails of him sending all these fun emojis of being like we're gonna take this down and i'm like i don't think i'm ready i'm gonna be there like 6 a.m until like 11 o'clock at night that night and you guys are gonna bring the boom and i'm gonna be sleeping like, <laughs> oh well this this is so cool. It is. This was very, this was very, I'm so happy you um, decided to do uh, an interview with us. We're going to keep doing so, it. So, yeah, definitely. Well, we want to thank you so much for taking time to be here um, because I know you're busy and obviously with this project, you're even more busy, probably than normal. Yes, girl. So so for everyone out there, remember the Happiness Project Music Festival for Mental Health Awareness. September 19th of this year. From 11 a.m. <laughs> to 8 p.m. at 106 West Commerce Street, Smyrna, Delaware. Free for all ages, including local food vendors and retailers. And all kind of awesome music. And remember, yeah. we're going to post this again on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just so you guys have that visual. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you. Bring everybody. Thank you. Bring all your friends. Bring everyone. Dogs are welcome. Animals are welcome. Yay. I have all three. So we'll bring those. Bring <laughs> animals, dogs, cats, iguanas. Elephants. Elephants. You have a pet elephant. That's right. But but we're going to treat it right. We're not going to like, you know. I feel like that would be a little crazy if you brought an elephant. I mean, it's Samira. They're still (laughs) But it's doable. I think the building's probably not going to be big enough to let the... Oh, well, that's right. You're right. So we could do that. So if the elephant doesn't fit inside, it can always just stay outside and listen to awesome music still. that's wonderful. And you know, who gets to say you wrote an elephant before? 
for. Hey, so it's like. This is the thing though, is I'm going to have to make like an entrance in the beginning. So if you bring your elephant, I'll ride it in. And you can just have your perfect. little logo like on the side of it. So everyone, when they take pictures of me, you can like see your logo and be like, what? The broke philanthropist that elephant. Exactly. What? Okay. Like, what? This is the thing. Be there for the elephant, you guys. All right. Thanks so much, guys, for listening. <laughs>